Van Guthrie the other night when it was supposed to be a town hall for Biden. This was debate number two, and uh, a couple nights ago, what, a week ago, he had a, a softball town hall with George stuffing envelopes. Um, and by the way, the reason I call George Stephan Envelope <laughs> Stuff, now I can't say his real name. George Stephanopoulos, George Stephan Envelopes, is because uh, I met a uh, congressional aide, oh uh, gosh, 15, maybe 15, 20 years ago, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, this aide referred to Stephanopoulos as stuffing envelopes because that's where George Stephanopoulos got his start. Uh, he, he was an intern and a page and uh, started at the bottom and worked his way up to uh, a member of the Clinton campaign and then uh, was he Clinton's chief of staff or press secretary? One of the two. Um, what? Stephanopoulos is a good story. Uh, I don't know his total background, but you know he, from what this uh, congressional aide told me, that you know people on the Hill used to call him stuffing envelopes because he, that's how he got his start, stuffing envelopes, you know, in a basement office on Capitol Hill and interning and, and things like that. So now you know my little inside joke about George stuffing envelopes when I say that. Um, so tonight's debate, I, I thought it went well for Trump, but I'm going to go through things step by step. I kind of, to me, the debates are like Super Bowls, man. Um, I, and I've decided to watch... For the most part, watch uh, these debates on the Steven Crowder live stream. And then sometimes I have um, a backup to that if uh, Crowder and his people are talking too much. But they didn't do that a lot tonight. Uh, you know, you heard the debate. But it helps for me to have something break up the, the debating so I'm not swearing and throwing things at the TV. I kind of <coughs> let Steven Crowder do that for me. <coughs> but tonight's debate was a lot more civilized. Um, the microphones were muted. At least Trump's was. While uh, they were... While the, you know, while the other was talking. Uh, there were a couple of times when I, I don't think um, Biden's mic was uh, muted, though, when Trump was talking, because Biden threw a few little barbs in, but nothing great. Um, they announced at the beginning the debate commission itself would be the ones in control of muting the microphones. Uh, before that, it was thought that the moderator would have control, but uh, Kristen Welker did not have control of the 
microphones. Um, now some background on her. She did have a job in the, the Biden, uh, Obama slash Biden administration. Um, I should remember to say Obama first. He was the president. Um, so she did have a job in there. Um, she is a Democrat and I'll get to that later. I, there's some things I feel need to change about the debate and the debate commission, uh, in the future. But, um, I think first of all, as I was doing my pre-gaming for this broadcast and for the debate itself, some things that went through my head were Trump should have never debated, period, point blank, should not have debated at all. Um, all of these deb debates, town hall included, were very biased. Uh, at the town hall, there was um, a lady who's gotten a little bit internet famous sitting behind Trump and she was wearing a, a white shirt so she would stick out. She was an African-American woman. She didn't get to ask questions, but she was nodding her head very much uh, in agreement with Trump, uh, applauded a few times. Uh, but, you know, Savannah Guthrie was very biased, brought up a group called QAnon, which I thought it had, QAnon I thought had already basically been debunked as just a bunch of Twitter and internet kooks. Um, Alex Jones said he was going to out the people behind QAnon, and then of course in Alex Jones fashion, he did not do so on the date which he promised and still has not. So I thought they'd already been kind of written off, but anyways, it was a debate with Savannah Guthrie who is supposed to be a moderator, and Donald Trump. Uh, so every debate I feel has been biased. Uh, they should never be done. Trump should have never done any mainstream media. And these debates should not be moderated by people from the media. But I'll talk more about that later. Um, I think Trump should have done a social media tour instead of a media tour or debates. I think he should have done the Joe Rogan experience. I think he should have done a sit-down interview with the Hodge twins. Oh my God, that would have been hilarious. The Hodge twins is funny and intelligent and, and well-informed as they are. And Donald Trump just sitting there cutting up on Joe Biden and Democrats. Oh, that would have been hilarious. And then I think he should have done um, Tim Pool's. Tim Pool, another YouTube uh, content creator. I think he should have done Tim Pool. Uh, sh certainly should have sat down with Steven Crowder. Uh, and possibly uh, this one content creator called Anomaly. Uh, and if you... If you can spell anomaly, which I can't, it's spelled with a zero, not an O, the way he spells it. But he definitely should, Trump definitely should have done Joe Rogan, done the Hodge twins, Tim Poole, and Stephen Crowder. Uh, why? Because 
they actually have a lot more followers uh, and listeners or whatever you want to call it than a lot of the media and possibly even more people than watch these debates. Joe Rogan, 55 million people listen to his podcast on a daily basis. Now, in the past, Donald Trump and Howard Stern were friends. Uh, Stern is another friend who's turned on Donald Trump, from what I can understand. Uh, not positive, but uh, I've seen some clips of Stern not being very Trump-friendly. But he could have done the Howard Stern show, too, uh, if he was going to do anything remotely mainstream media. Um, So, to correct some lies, uh, I, the only thing that Trump, they could ever get close to him being racist on was, uh, they, they said he wouldn't rent apartments to black people in the 70s. Uh, he, I found an old clip from... Uh, the Phil Donahue show. I went down some rabbit hole on YouTube. And maybe if you YouTube search Donald Trump on Phil Donahue, you can find it too. Donahue tries to corner him and say, well, you, why won't you rent to black people? And Trump said, that's not true. I don't rent to Section 8 individuals. And Trump went into, uh, it doesn't matter, black or white, I do not rent to Section 8. And Donahue said, well, why not? He said, well, because they destroy apartments. I've seen it happen uh, to friends of his. So that's where the lie that Trump would not rent to, or as they called it back then, redlined blacks from his apartments. Not true. He didn't rent to Section 8 housing uh, people, black or white. Um, Trump would not... Okay, so yeah. I, I covered that. So, the lie is Trump wouldn't rent, rent to blacks. The fact is Trump would not rent to Section 8, black or white. So, uh, pre-debate expectations that I had getting into the debate now. Um, I expected the moderator to be biased. I expected Trump to be quiet and presidential. Uh, I expected to, Biden to lie, <laughs> be confused and have vague answers. Um, I think, I thought Trump will be asked or accused of den not denouncing racist, racists, racist people. I thought that would come up. Uh, from what I can remember, it did not, but they did talk about race. Um, I said that Biden will not be asked to denounce Antifa, which he was not. Um, getting into the debate, there was a last-minute change in topics. And this I don't like. 
why when you have a supposed presidential debate commission does the moderator get to choose the topics one and then change the topics the day of the debate now one of the topics for tonight's debate was supposed to be how to strike a match no just kidding uh where I got struck. My cigar is starting to burn a little uneven and I don't like that. Get the stogie restoked here. So, one of the topics was supposed to be foreign policy, right? <laughs> well, Hunter Biden's laptop has. now become public domain. Uh, not really. It, the hard drive has been copied and Rudy Giuliani has a copy of the hard drive. Uh, it is on there that Joe Biden is owned by China and Russia. Uh, he was owned by Ukraine, but Ukraine elected a new government, so that's now off the table. And the receipt that proves Biden is owned by these oligarchs uh, and Chai Khans, Chinese communists, is the Hunter Biden laptop. So, uh, let's go on to during the debate. Uh, like I said, the last, oh, pardon me, I forgot to say what the, the moderator changed the, the topic from foreign policy to climate change. So foreign policy would have been a weakness now to Biden and it was changed to climate change, which is seen as a weakness to Trump uh, and a strength for Biden. Don't see that, but nonetheless, uh, that's what it was changed to from foreign policy to climate change. And I think the debate commission should set these rules and topics and the moderator is just there to moderate more on that later uh, so during the debate biden did not give very specific answers did not give specific answers at all really the moderator christine Kristen welker gave no follow-up questions to biden um, she had a lot of follow-up questions for Trump. She asked Trump very specific questions, uh, leading questions. Um, one on uh, the vaccine for uh, the virus that's going around right now. Now look, people, this is a new virus, but there is no, there will never be a cure. Um, there will no, it will never end, I should say. Uh, they, Trump feels that remdesivir is a cure. Uh, he was given it at the hospital. Uh, people said he's a kook for saying it's a cure. And uh, whoop, poopsie daisies, 
just like a lot of the things that Trump says that eventually come true, yet the FDA just approved remdesivir. So, uh, and the FDA are scientists. Remember, we're supposed to listen to the scientists, not politicians. Well, not Trump, anyway. Um, Trump did all the things that Trump does. Biden accused him uh, of not doing. Trump already did the CARES Act with bipartisan support from Dems and Republicans. And there have been two other... coronavirus bills passed and Biden accuses him of not doing anything okay so let's look at this January the 31st Trump declared a public health emergency and stopped travel from China okay this is what up until March January you have January February March so January 31st Trump declares public health emergency. This is a side note, okay? And then you have up until March, Democrats saying, oh, look, it's safe to go outside. It's safe. It's going to be fine. You can go to Chinatown. You can go to parades. You can go to fireworks shows. And Trump was saying, don't go to public gatherings. Uh, this is a public health emergency. We're starting up the Military Production Act, uh, which Biden has accused him of not using. So uh, Biden, under the coronavirus question, said that New York has, has turned down the curve, which I didn't know turning down the curve was even a term being used. I thought it was called flattening the curve, but... In Biden world, it's called turning down the curve. New York has had some of the highest death tolls. They put young people with the virus in nursing homes with senior citizens who are the most vulnerable. Another smart thing Trump did when the virus uh, thing was being talked about was said, he said, you know, with young people, there's a 99.9% cure rate. Uh, okay, this it was is a very lethal virus, but not. I'm not saying that it's not. 210,000 deaths. One death is one too many. Okay, but Trump brought up, you know, that there's a 99% recovery rate also in general. All right? That's fact. It's from the CDC. You can look it up on the CDC's website. Uh, I said the uh-oh moment. <laughs> I sat and went, uh-oh. <laughs> Biden called <coughs> Rudy Giuliani a Russian election asset. Because Rudy Giuliani has a copy of the hard drive that belonged to Hunter Biden that has a lot of damaging evidence and evidence that the big guy, as they call him, Joe Biden, is bought and paid for by China, Russia, 
uh, at, for a while, Ukrainian oligarchs, that's Ukrainian wealthy business people. In Russia, they call the billionaire class the oligarchs, okay, and, and Ukraine also. Uh, Trump said, well, they came up with, they did come up with a question on foreign election interference. Trump said the night before the debate, John Radcliffe told Trump, Russia and Iran do not want Trump to win. They want Biden. Biden basically, not basically, Biden dodged this question and the moderator did not ask him to answer the question. She did not follow up with him with any narrative, any questions. Trump or Biden brought up Trump's taxes. Okay. Trump was rebutting Biden's statement on his taxes, saying that Trump was saying, and it's been proven, that he's paid millions of dollars in taxes in advance. Okay, Biden kept babbling about how he's released 22 years of tax returns and Trump hasn't released any, which if anything, that's damaging to Biden because how does Biden live in a huge mansion? If you've seen pictures, Google Biden home, Biden mansion. It's huge for anyone's standards, but on $175,000 a year, you don't get a crib like where Biden lives, okay? But Trump was rebutting Biden's statement about taxes, and the moderator interrupted Trump and said, let's move on, you know? So the whole time, Biden, I, I felt like he was just ducking and dodging questions like a boxer, duck and weave, duck and weave. You know, stick and move, stick and move, duck and weave. Uh, you know, and other times Biden was just plain incoherent. Uh, you know, he gave these <coughs> long answers, hopping from, you know, a, one point to another. Um, kind of my after debate thoughts. Let me get another swig of water here. After the debate, one thing, I, th I think Trump won, and I think he sealed the election. They said, you know, his third debate with Hillary was his best, and it's what won the debate for him, or won the election for him, pardon me. I think that's true in this case also. Uh, Trump was very smart to call out Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Texas because Biden said he would phase out oil and gas fracking. He will phase out the oil industry altogether. Okay? I think economic forces will phase out the oil industry eventually. But, for the most part, I think... Hydraulic fracturing, though, when it can be used for so many things, it, it's go, it should be here for a long time and be here for the future. Uh, natural gas burns much cleaner than other uh, fossil fuels, 
and it can be used for you know heat one we use it to heat our homes uh, we've done that for years uh, it's also be able to be used for power plants it's a lot safer than nuclear uh, it's a lot cleaner than coal can be used in power plants okay uh, much more efficient and effective than wind and solar okay um, I think Trump acted a lot more presidential than he did in the first debate I think he looked better uh, he looked more comfortable than Biden did and looks mean a lot to voters uh, it sounds silly but Biden was beady-eyed and squinting and just seemed confused. Again, Biden was, you know, beady-eyed, squinty, confused-looking, uh, and Trump looked extremely presidential, poised, was well-behaved, was not bombastic, was not boisterous. Uh, and on all those things, I think his camp prepared him well. And leading up to this, I said Trump to win this debate and win over voters has to shut up. And he did that well tonight. He did get his quips in. He got his little barbs and his little digs that he's known for. Those things that you know, will kind of catch a voter's eye uh, in a in a negative way and kind of highlight something wrong or something bad that his debate opponent said, like he did with Hillary and because you'd be in jail. The line that just echoed through everyone's mind after that debate. Uh, I think Trump was smart to bring up the evidence of Biden's pay-for-play politics that is on Hunter Biden's laptop. He did not go into the alleged pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack, doing coke, hookers, possibly some child stuff on there I don't want to get into because uh, that's disgusting and I, I'm just not going to go there until it's proven. Um... As for Biden, he relied on the virus narrative, the lie that Trump has not done enough for the virus. Uh, Trump re rebutted that by saying, you know, he's listened to the doctors like Dr. Fauci, who's now the hero of the left as far as this pandemic goes. Um, he, he's, Trump has listened to Fauci he says he and Fauci get along well, that it's the media that's driving the narrative that he and Fauci do not get along. <clears throat> Trump also brought up the things he's done to fight the virus, like Operation Warp Speed, and uh, how quickly they'll be able to get 100 million uh, vaccinations out to the public. Uh, he's said that he wants to make uh, Rezenovid, not in the debate, but earlier today, he wants to make Rezenovid, Rezenovir, however you say it, Rezenovir, uh, Remzenovir, free to the public. So, you know, Trump had a lot of rebuttals to Biden's 
virus narrative. Uh, Biden did not answer questions well. He was vague at, at the best moments and incoherent at others. Uh, he seemed like he was lost and he seemed angry. Okay. And I can see why Biden was lost and angry because now even the polls that showed him winning in these ridiculous margins have narrowed dramatically. Okay. So, but Biden just was lost and dazed and confused, maybe would be a good way to put it. Um, Biden couldn't decide if he grew up in Scranton or in Delaware because he talked a lot about, you know, the, the people uh, of Scranton where I lived. He lived there when he was like a baby and then his family moved. I mean, <laughs> but anyways, he couldn't make up his mind where he grew up at. But he likes to refer to Scranton because it's small town America. And it's a nice little town, I'm sure. Uh, except for Joe Biden having lived there. but um, And I, I just want to know, how does Biden live in a mansion on $175,000 a year, um, maybe a little more when he was vice president? Well, it's because Hunter Biden is his shell company. Hunter Biden is a shell or shell, however you say it, company for Joe Biden. And people are saying, well, well uh, Biden revealed his tax returns and, you know, it, it doesn't show that he took money from China. No, um, hello, Hunter Biden got money from Moscow, Ukraine, China, and uh, there's this thing called cash, which is untraceable, basically. It is traceable, like if you're a bank robber and, you know... The, there are serial numbers on the dollar bills. Okay. But if your son is your shill company, he can give you millions of dollars that he's gotten from these other uh, foreign sources to buy your mansion. I, and I don't see where Biden's income has allowed him the mansion that he lives in. Um, so as far as the moderator, Kristen Welker... Hey, she's easy on the eyes. I give her that. She's a she's an attractive woman. Yeah, I I've told you guys, I'm a, I'm I'm a guy's guy. I ain't gonna BS you. She's very pretty. Uh, Trump debated Kristen Welker. She debated him. A lot of follow up questions to him. Tried to corner him and nail him to specific things, such as he said that. He thinks they're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. And she said, well, you know, some of your experts at the CDC and Dr. Fauci said that, you know, we're going to be socially distancing and wearing masks through 2021 and into 2022, possibly. That's that's fine. You may need to do that even with a vaccine. Uh, Trump says he feels Differently, He has faith that this Operation Warp Speed with our military, led by a general, is going to be able to get this vaccine out to people very quickly. But, let me tell you something. 
Where's our restart my stogie again? Pardon me. You look at a country like Japan, where people are very health conscious, okay? Look at me learn to strike a match. One little part of my cigar is just not lit. And I don't want my cigar to start canoeing. Um, in Japan, they're health conscious, right? Every cold and flu season, you see the people of Japan, when there's a rise in uh, flu cases and uh, whatever virus might be going around, you see them wearing masks, okay, to slow the spread. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see a problem with Dr. Fauci or the CDC saying that we might be wearing masks uh, and social distancing for another year. Frankly, I don't like people being up my butt anyways. So I'm very happy with this social distancing stuff. Now, I've seen it start to fade off. I see people... Uh, you know, you go into the grocery stores and they have like footprints or uh, X's or so, or little markers on the floor that say stand here. And there's an arrow that says six feet going in each direction. I'm starting to see people ignore those now, but I obey them. And if there's somebody behind me and they ain't obeying it, they get a, a little glance at them and then down at the flow and they bag up. Uh, so, just because I don't like being crowded, I enforce my own social distancing now. So I have a little excuse and a little marker on the floor for that. But, uh, you know, she tried to corner Trump on that. Trump had good responses. Uh, you know, he, he slid out of it, but he didn't dodge it. He responded well. There were a lot of leading questions that Kristen Welker asked Trump. She had zero follow-ups and zero leading questions for Biden. Uh, I felt she helped Biden a few times when he was getting lost and stammering. Okay, um, as far as the debate commission goes, like I was saying earlier, uh, the debate commission... <clears throat> should see to it that these debates are moderated by academics. And what I mean by that is there are people that uh, moderate for debate teams. You know, a lot of your uh, high schools and colleges, they have debate teams. And there are uh, people who, that's like their job, is they get certified and they moderate debates. That's who should be moderating these debates, not so-called journalists. They should be moderated by professional debate moderators. And they are out there. Why the Presidential Debate Commission has never used professional moderators, uh, especially in recent history. Uh, I know they want to get ratings, so they say, you know, tonight's debate will be debated by such and such from so and so network. Come on, there are people are watching this to hear the candidates. 
Uh, they don't want to, or at least I don't, and I don't think anyone does, want to see the candidates debate the moderators. And that's how it's been these last two election cycles with Trump. Uh, even when Mitt Romney was debating Barack Obama, uh, the moderator corrected Romney on one of his statistics, and then it turned out the moderator was wrong. But guess what? Millions of people were watching the debate. Very few saw the um, <coughs> corrections to what the moderator said the next day. So, uh, I had a friend of mine ask me if I was... watching on ABC and I don't know why and I explained to her that I was watching on YouTube because I didn't want the networks to get the ratings so um, and like I said I watched it on the Steven Crowder Louder with Crowder live stream so um I don't know why she asked me if I was watching on ABC. Probably they were fact lie checking Donald Trump. Um, I know at one point when they're talking race, uh, this is just now me thinking off the top of my head some other highlight things. <coughs> Joe Biden, at one point, it seemed like he was alluding that cops are all racist. Because he said, you know, I have uh, white kids. or He talked about his children who are white. Let's just put it that way. Um, he's not cool like Amy Coney Barrett and adopted, you know, kids from a, a starving third world country. Saved kids, really. Um, Joe Biden says his kids have never had to put their hands on the steering wheel and not reach for the glove compartment like black people have to do, uh, or else they'll get shot. Uh, you know, he said the fear of getting shot. Uh, he said that, you know, he referred to, uh, you know, black people being on food stamps and welfare, which I know just as many, and probably actually I know more, whites that are on food stamps and welfare than I know blacks uh, that are on food stamps and welfare. Um, but I'm sure, you know, I don't know why he brought that up, you know, about, you know, moving black people off of food stamps and welfare. Some other smart things Trump did during this debate, he brought up that he signed the First Step Act into law, which is uh, prison reform. He brought up, you know, the pardons that he's done, the excommunications that he's done for people. Uh, Biden tried to rebut that with, well... You know, the Prison Reform Act started under Barack Obama. You just picked it up where we left off. Don't know the whole case on that, but I know Trump, who's supposedly the most racist president we've ever had, uh, had finished, finished it. He signed the First Step Act. He's pardoned African-American people. Uh, Trump also brought up Opportunity Zones which are, are totally uh, Trump and Senator Tim Scott 
that that's totally their their bill. Um, he brought up the money he gave to historically black colleges. He brought up that he gave more money to them than Barack Obama. He said the only thing he regrets about that is now he's not going to see them at the White House every year because he gave them that money with for ten years. You know. Uh, so instead of them having to come back and ask for money because no one will give it to them, he gave it to historically black colleges and universities for 10 years. Uh, I like the fact that Trump brought up the opportunity scholarships, uh, that he you know brought up how opportunity zones and opportunity scholarships have helped the black, Hispanic, and minority communities. So Trump did a lot of things tonight right. I feel like he won the election tonight. I felt like this whole time Trump was going to win the election. Uh, and I think it's going to be a electoral landslide, and I think he'll win the popular vote, uh, but maybe in a slim margin. But it'll definitely be an electoral landslide for Trump. So, hey guys, that's all. That's my take. I wanted to fill you in on how I felt about the debate uh, some things you can think about, make your own decision. Uh, if you didn't get to see it, maybe now you can go and watch it uh, with a, a different perspective and look for these things that I've pointed out. With that, hey, as, as I always say, God bless you. I love you. Thank you very much. Pray for one another. Have a great, great day. Thank <laughs> you.